0: Quantum Kickflip is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported.
1: Previously on Quantum Kickflip.
2: I'll come along and I'll get my hoverboard back, but after that, I, I gotta be out. I can't get in any more trouble. Y'all got three methods of
3: approach. You can you can go in the front door. Then you got your loading dock. That's in the back way. And finally, I mean, it ain't pretty, but it's uh, you go go in through the sewer.
4: See you all in the. In the sewers, then, I guess. I'm
2: not going down there. I, I, I'm i going to take the train
4: in. No,
1: we talked about this. This was the safest way.
0: It's safe for you. It's not safe for me. I, I can keep an eye on him and, and make, make sure he doesn't get seen, I guess.
1: Angus points across the room at the breaker box and says it would cause a hell of a lot of pandemonium
0: one of the things that i have as the smarts in my other gear is a work in progress
3: you can offer that but you're gonna have to tell me what it is and what it does
0: Uh, (laughs) it's gonna be a mustache a fake mustache (laughs) so you reach into your voidware
3: backpack and feel the weight of the bolt cutters in your hand however just as you're about to move in and cut the padlock the bathroom door swings open and out steps a rescue agent Meanwhile, on the bottom left security monitor, we can just make out the image of Chester walking straight toward the evidence locker and the rescue agent waiting inside with no plan, no weapons, and nothing to protect him other than his electric mustache. Hi everybody, welcome back to Quantum Kickflip, a Slug Blaster actual play podcast. My name is Robin, I am your Slug Master game blaster, uh, and with me are five of my most hilarious and best friends, uh, and they're going to introduce themselves uh, in the order of uh, uh, when they graduated high school, going like most recent to to furthest back. It's just age, but more complicated.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Michael and I graduated so, in the same year, but I'll jump. So we're going to speak
0: point. in one voice. Who crossed right
3: the now. stage first? Yeah, we... Alphabetically, yeah. it would
0: have it would have been Glenna then, if it's alphabetical.
3: Gotta go alphabetical. <laughs> <laughs> Glenna technically graduated before
0: you. It's like yeah, it's twins that's true. Old. So so Bet <laughs> you have to go beans. Oh, so, yeah, never, uh, hi, I'm Michael (laughs) Vetch. Um, at my graduation, I spent most of the time sitting backstage, because I played trombone in two different performance pieces. Um, (laughs) in this game, I will be performing the part of Nick Lowe, the smarts playbook. He's an anime-loving, sword-wielding, wall-running kind of kid.
5: Hey, I'm Glenna Showalter. Showalter comes before Vetch in the alphabet. Did you know that? Now you do. Uh, I'm... (laughs) I'm playing Elliot Buchanan. She is the chill playbook. Uh, she's an aspiring singer songwriter. Loves her back, uh, her backpack. I mean, she does love her backpack, <laughs> but you know what? She loves more than her backpack is her guitar, which she keeps in her backpack, and she can because her backpack is a pocket dimension.
1: Hello, I'm Lena Anderson, and I am playing Angus Franklin, who is the guts playbook. Uh, his signature device is his skip mode runners, which he is desperately, desperately missing. Uh, and yeah, we'll see if uh, Angus graduates high school or homeschool or neither.
4: Uh, hello, I'm Liam Kreswick. I uh, graduated from a snake handling college in the Appalachian Mountains in 2005. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm playing Lake. Uh, she's the heart playbook. Uh, she uh, wields the reality cannon as her signature weapon and is just here to help her friends uh, uh, mess with the man and get their stuff back. Uh,
2: and I am David Ray. I graduated 2001 from Minnedosa, Manitoba. Go, MCI! Forget my sports team's name. Uh um, <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> great, great pull. Great pull. pull. <laughs> I'm Chester Capone, or I'm playing Chester Capone, who is the Grits uh, playbook. And uh, uh he comes from uh, Philadelphia and he's a tough son of a gun who's also you know he's just trying to fit in, you know, doing his best. And uh, as I said already,
3: I'm Robin, I'm your host and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get there one of these days. I'm working I'm, I'm hoping to graduate real soon so uh cool we're uh, we're back into it. this is the uh, the second part of our, uh, um, actually not a not an extra dimensional run at all you guys are breaking into rescue headquarters right in your home plane of null last adventure a couple of you were picked up by rescue uh who we've referred to as nasa cops more than once they're like the extra dimensional uh guys who come around and round up the teen hooligans and say, hey, get out of there. Don't do that. They took away your signature devices, put them in lockup, and now you guys are trying to get them back. Uh, Last game, you guys were busting into the facility. A few of you opted for the in through the sewers route, uh, which ultimately brought you face-to-face with a psionic eel. Uh, But after some quick thinking uh, by... Lake uh, duplicating herself with a reality cannon, and then Elliot phasing those duplicates out of existence with a calming lullaby. You guys were able to emerge victorious with uh, only a little bit of bruises and scrapes. Uh, And then uh, the rest of you guys, uh, Nick and Chester, you guys opted the the stealthy back way in through the uh, loading dock, Uh, snuck in on a train, and used just the most convoluted, inexplicable disguise method that you could have possibly (laughs) used that I don't Still don't understand how it helps you, Um, but I'm excited to see it pay off this game because it'll have to. Uh, But I believe Chester is currently wearing an electronic mustache that disguises his face as a different face, but not a specific, Yeah, no one in particular, no one that helps you get anywhere, just a different face. So you don't look like a kid that they already aren't on the lookout for. (laughs) For. Yeah, But they
0: would be on the lookout for him if he didn't have the mustache. Yeah.
3: Would they? They no more so than if he did.
0: Well, it now that, if they anything. find him because he's not very sneaky, they'll be like, "Hey, where's this mustache guy?" Instead of, "Hey, where's that Philadelphia brawler with the the dashing nose?" In so this isn't. Of
1: gold.
3: This isn't to get you in. This is so that when you inevitably get caught. You don't it's, look like it's yourself. It's knows
0: that Chester is not able to turn into a half ghost to hide. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, amazing. So, I believe we're up to speed. We're all caught up, you guys. Uh, you all made it into the facility one way or another. And we're going to jump right back in where we left off. And I think I want to pick things up first with uh, Lake Angus and Elliot, who are currently pinned down in the basement. you're all currently uh you're you're hiding around a corner you're you're a little bit pinned down uh this person has emerged from the washroom carrying a a, a, a dean Kuntz novel under one arm <laughs> uh and makes their way back to their security room and takes up their post once more closing the door behind them it doesn't look like they can see the breaker box from where they're sitting uh and you didn't see the breaker box on any of the feeds as you were watching they were kind of flipping through so you're not positive that that won't eventually flip over to that basically your your issue is you now have a person very close by uh, and if a bunch of alarms were to go off or a bunch of things were to power down you may attract unwanted attention and and there is a person right there but they can't currently see you nor can they currently see the breaker box
6: huh all right
4: a c- uh, c- couple questions uh, one what what are, what are we gonna do but also did, did they not flush <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: everyone's priorities but- here are stellar.
5: Yeah, yeah, sorry. But yeah, like, what are we- what are we gonna do?
1: Should we still try for the box, or should we just try to slip out of here?
5: I don't know, this is your operation, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but, you know, I need voices of reason.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You came to the wrong place.
1: (laughs) Well, they're in a closed room. We still wanna Uh. get to that box. I'm sure I can keep them occupied.
5: Wait, why don't we just take one of these, like- boxes of stuff and pile it in front of the door so they can't get out lake's eyes laid up and she's like i can
4: i can maybe do one better um i i can i can te- temporarily maybe lock them in there but like not in a oh that's a fire hazard no that's actually maybe oh geez oh boy <laughs> like um, i was
1: just gonna go hold the door closed and angus just shrugs
4: okay yeah that's probably better because then we're not actually like potentially locking someone into their own fiery death trap. Whew, this, I'm getting really, uh...
1: (laughs) Well, we might be.
4: (laughs) Aw, jeez.
1: I'm not gonna light the office on fire or anything. I'll tell you what, if I see that the employee's on fire, I'll let them out. Deal? Deal. (laughs) Great. You two take care of the box. And Angus is going to, uh, crawl slash roll his way stealthily over to the office, over by the door and maybe even well no he's not going to put his hand on the handle yet but he is ready to depending on the push or pull situation of the door press his full weight against the door or hold on to the handle with all his might should someone try to open it.
3: Gotcha. I think it's a uh, it's not a push or a pull but a slide to the side Uh, but there's a handle you can grab and like hang on to uh, should you need to do that. Lake and Elliot what's your play? Huh. Uh
5: I got these bowl cutters.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it.
3: Uh, yeah, I think you're able to pop the lock off pretty easily. I think that like the role was to pull these out of the multiverse and you were able to successfully do that. I'm not going to make you roll again to use them for their intended purpose. So you're able to, to to chunk that lock off of there. It's It's louder than you thought it would be. And you kind of have that like frozen moment of panic as you look towards the door and see if it's going to open. But it doesn't. Uh, maybe, maybe they're, uh, got headphones in and they're listening to an audiobook or something. Another Dean Koontz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the panel swings open. The, there are, uh, uh, rows of switches here. You've seen a breaker box before as they're all, uh, they're, they're all flipped in one direction. Uh, presumably it's flipped in the other, in the other, if you wanted to, uh, cut the circuit. They are not labeled with like break room and hallway and evidence locker. They're just kind of like numerically labeled. So, do you have any any system for how you would go about this, or are you just flipping them all off? Or do we want to potentially leave it up to to fate to decide and do a roll to see uh, how how well this works out for you?
4: Yeah, let's. I just say let's uh, just text uh, Chester and Nick and let them know that the, we're about to go lights out and heck, do, do them all.
3: All right, sounds good. Uh, and then with that, yeah, do you 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 just throw all the switches? Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Immediately, all of the lights snap off, and in an instant, uh, emergency power kicks on, and and some uh, some like pod lights along the floor uh, illuminate. Um, I guess this was already pretty emergency lit, but they're they're red now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you do hear sort of a, a, a buzzer alarm uh, in the distance, and that person in the office is immediately roused from whatever had enraptured their attention, uh, and they go to exit the office angus what do you do
1: while they're uh opening up the uh breaker box i'm gonna take Mm. a little bit of rope out of Mm -hmm. my pouch loop it around the Mm -hmm. handle grip and get ready to pull angus just feels like holding on to rope looped around the handle is gonna be more secure than him holding onto the handle
3: give you a little bit of leverage sure I'll, i'll give you that uh, is that uh, something you have in your other gear, or are we?
1: No, but I do have. I did state uh, last time that I was going to bring some odds and ends. Uh, yeah, okay. Screwdriver. I feel like a small thing of like that plastic type like, of does rope. An-
0: does Angus wear a belt?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: Daniel. Okay, never mind.
3: <laughs> One way or another, you get your hands on on a length of rope, and yeah, you you've posted up there. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that in like D&D would be like a, a strength contest, but I think here it's it's just going to be another role to see. Uh, I'm assuming your, your objective here is is to make your way up into the main area from here on out, yes?
1: Yeah, like to be fair, Angus is basically waiting for Lake and Elliot to book it at this point once he sees they are like most of the way to the out of the room. He's going to bolt as well, so he's not intending to hold it closed for very long. He's just trying to buy his friends a little bit of time.
3: Yeah, let's get a roll to see how this goes for you.
1: I am going to add my one guts die. Uh, describe how your guts helps you with an action. He's not running right away. He's he's trying to hold the guy off. So I'm gonna roll two dice.
6: Yeah,
3: go for it.
1: I rolled a three.
3: Oh boy. Yeah, you, you uh, get your length of rope wrapped around the handle and you got feel like you got a pretty good hold on it. But this uh, this guard on the other side is uh, just stronger than you expected them to be. Uh, and that door, it, like the rope pulls through your hands and you get a little bit of rope burn uh, as this, this door flies open and uh, walks a uh, large, uh, surly looking woman uh, in a rescue uniform who's like, what is going on down here? What are you, you there's kids in the boiler room? What, what is happening right now? Uh, and reaches for her uh, radio to call for backup. Cheese it. Uh, you all, you all bolt for the door, um, and you can hear her calling and giving very specific instructions. I got three kids down in the in the furnace area. Looks like they came up through the uh, through the sewers. Uh, they're coming up uh, stairwell two B, and and you should find them there. Uh, I, I'm gonna go work on resetting the power, but but uh, head them off on the main floor. back up to the main level. Uh, Chester and Nick, you were approaching the evidence locker with the plan of strolling in. Uh, and I think as you're getting close to the door and, and Chester's kind of psyching himself up for this interaction he's about to have of like, okay, I'm Jeff. Uh, I, I've always been Jeff. I, uh, Jeff, this is what Jeff's all about. And this is Jeff's life. And you're thinking about Jeff's Jeff's wife and Jeff's kids and Jeff's mortgage and trying to really get in the Jeff headspace. Uh, yeah. And just as you're about to approach the door, all of the lights uh, go out suddenly, and then almost as suddenly, uh, emergency backup power starts to come on, and, and again, the, the same red pod lights uh, illuminate along the floor. Uh, the rescue agent that was in the evidence locker comes back out. Uh, he can't quite make out what's going on in the darkness and is like, "What? what's going did, did you Did you see what happened? What? Why are all the lights out?
0: Uh, I'm
3: Jeff. I don't know.
2: Uh... <laughs> You're not
0: Jeff, um... though.
2: Uh, but I am I am Jeff. I, some some kids stole my clothes. No, you're
3: absolutely not Jeff. I work with Jeff every day. I know Jeff. Yeah, I don't know who you are, but you're not Jeff. <laughs> I'm, Jeff and I were college roommates and we both graduated from the academy at the same time. Like I, I go Jeff and I go way back. You're not Jeff. Who are
2: you? I'm Jeff. And then I just, <laughs> <laughs> and then like I like I turn around and like start running. Uh, 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 this is why I don't take drama. <laughs> and uh, I just start uh, running down the hall as fast as I can. I'm still like, I guess, in my sock feet, and I'm going to look for an alcove to quickly throw on my skates if it's possible. That's what I'm ultimately hoping to do. I think this rescue agent goes to uh, like
3: like takes a step to pursue you because you're imitating his friend and he wants to know what's going on here. Uh, but then his radio goes off and he hears, you know, we we got a couple of kids down here. Looks like they came up through the sewers. Uh, They're at stairwell two B, and he kind of like looks back and forth between you and the others and is like. Uh, all right, copy, uh, and and goes to head the opposite direction that you uh, you moved in. Uh, Nick, what are you doing while all this is going on? So, so he's not
2: following this, or he doesn't report it. Ooh, maybe <laughs> my plan worked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'd say that. I mean, he just is
3: dealing with flawlessly the most pressing... executed. It's okay, Nick, what are you doing end. during all of this?
0: Uh, I, I think as Chester was initially approaching, Nick, just to be safe started, like, walking up the wall and was, like, sneaking his way across the ceiling tiles above mm-hmm. in the hopes that uh, even if the the guard didn't buy uh, the Kazakonopoulos story, Nick would be able to slip in through the door from above
6: mm-hmm.
0: while it was happening. And I, I guess he, like, as the lights go off and the door opens, he's probably still going to try and make his move into that room.
3: Uh, yeah, so I think we've established that you don't need to roll for walking on walls. However, I am going to get a roll to see how well this, like, are you able to dart past... <laughs> unobstructed and undetected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Uh, and I will use uh, one of my 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 boosty dice on this. So I'll reroll two d six. Ooh, it's a one and a three. <laughs> <laughs> but ah, but since I used one of my smart dice and I failed, uh, uh, if the action fails, regain whatever you just spent for boost. You learn from your failures. <laughs>
3: Uh, that's a handy ability to have. That's very nice.
0: nice.
3: Oh boy. I think, yeah, as you, uh, this, uh, exchange is going on between the guard and Chester and he's kind of like, wait, you're not Jeff. No, I know Jeff. Who are you? Chester bolts. He's about to go after him. He gets a call on his radio, turns the other way. And you kind of saw him going to go after Chester and figured that was your moment. Uh, and then as he turns around, he runs smack into you. Uh, and knocks you off of the ceiling, like you fall from the ceiling and onto your back on the floor. And it's like, what is, who are you now? And what were you doing up there? What, what is going on in here today?
0: Uh, Jeff Kasganopoulos Jr.?
3: <laughs> That's not, I Jeff doesn't have kids. What are you talking about? Why do you keep, people keep mentioning Jeff? Jeff isn't even on shift today. What is
0: happening? <laughs> uh, I... Can i i try to run into the evidence locker and shut it
3: <laughs> i think he's between you and the evidence lo- like I, okay. I think you rolled to get into the evidence locker and that that uh train has sailed you've
5: uh, <laughs> that train has sailed
3: <laughs> you you rolled your failure there he's he's blocking the door and it's like i uh he gets on his radio actually because the uh um had just been called and he's like, yeah, I actually can't respond. I got a situation up here. I got a couple of kids on the main floor as well. looks like they're, they're, uh, mounting a a multi-pronged siege. I don't know what is happening. They keep (laughs) mentioning Jeff and I'm, I'm very confused, but I'm going to need to monitor the situation here and make sure no one, uh, gets into the evidence room. Uh, and then you hear, uh, uh, another signal over the radio, saying, uh, unit three, we can respond. We'll, we'll head to the stairwell.
0: I want to try and grab his radio and run back around the corner. <laughs>
3: yeah, sure. Let's get a let's get a roll for that.
0: And uh, that remember that die that I spent, and then uh, I didn't spend it because I sucked. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, that one back on. Uh, and what I will also add my remaining uh, kick from that pool. So adding one d six and a um,
1: could I also because uh, I want something to go well could I. Pitch a hype die?
4: Oh
0: yeah, yeah, sure. take a hype die. I would love to.
3: That is the the team's uh, resource. You have a pool of I think three dice currently uh, that you can expand by unlocking team stuff. Uh, and I believe you only had one of those left.
0: Yeah,
6: looks
3: like it'd yeah. be the third. I'm happy right. to use it
0: if we if we are cool with that. But yep. If we, okay. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm rolling three d six and there's a kick on it. Let's go. A six, baby! Yes, <laughs> it's a six and two ones.
6: <sighs>
3: Good thing you uh, you added that hype die. All right, so inexplicably, <laughs> against all odds, you are able to uh, snatch the walkie-talkie out of this guy's hand. I think he's just so flabbergasted by everything that's happened here that like. There was a kid pretending to be his friend, even though he looked nothing like him and clearly wasn't him. Uh, And then he turned around and there was another kid on the ceiling and that kind of disoriented him. And he's just he's having a day. (laughs) And uh, before he even knows what you're doing, you've snatched this out of his hand. And he's like, what? Hey, now, wait a second. And before he can say anything, you're already bolting around the corner because there have been so many failures here and because there have been so many stakes raised I don't think it's fair to say that you like immediately lose him and he's gone and not a threat I think he's at, coming after you but you have his radio and and he is, does not is the
0: kick enough that I can get around the corner before he does kind of thing
3: yeah I'll give you that for sure yeah you did put some kick on it thank you for reminding me so yeah you get a bit of a head start on him
0: uh, as soon as I'm around the corner, I want to slip rattle and uh, roll with my sword to teleport into the evidence locker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hell yeah! Incredible. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Roll
0: for it. And with this, I will use my last remaining turbo die from my uh, from my tools. I've been I've been rolling a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you can
3: do it. It's a five. Hmm. So yes, you, you beat him around the corner, thanks to your uh, use of, of kick earlier, uh, and that buys you just enough time that you're able to pull out your negatata, ignite the blade, and carve through reality itself, uh, and teleport into the evidence locker that you uh, had just recently glanced into. I'm going to say the, the door has... Uh, that's actually... That, that'll that be because a five is a mixed success. That is going to be our issue here is you, uh, you make it into the evidence locker, you have his radio in your hand, uh, and he uh, rounds the corner and is baffled and, and flabbergasted and doesn't know where you've gone and doesn't have his radio to report where you've gone, even if that was a thing that he knew. <laughs> but he turns around and he sees the evidence locker, uh, the door closed behind him, and it's still securely closed. Uh, and so he, with nothing else to do, uh, makes off after uh, in the direction that Chester went. Uh, and we'll pick that up in a second and see if Chester's able to uh, avoid him with a bit of a head start. He was was bought there. Uh, but I want to know now that Nick, you're uh, you're inside this evidence locker. So your complication is that you are essentially locked inside. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't have a way out of here. Yeah, but you've got a moment here. What, what is uh, Nick planning on doing?
0: He gets in there. He, he sort of just holds for a moment and he, and he stops and listens and he's just waiting to see if there's a the sound of the guard coming back. And there's not. And, uh, I think you even he... see him
3: pass the the door. Like there, there's a window, uh, and you you see him oh. go past after the direction that Chester went. So you, you can tell that he's uh, not coming back to check on the room.
0: Uh, if I see that he followed after Chester, then uh, Nick's gonna clip the walkie-talkie on his belt, and he's just gonna go, attaboy boy, Kazganopoulos." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back over to Chester. So Chester, you. Um, darted around a corner uh your intent was to to try and get your rollerblades on yes i'm gonna say with everything that happened there and the sort of distraction that it caused you have had ample time to do so so you are a short distance away your rollerblades are on uh but you hear footsteps coming after you what do you do
6: Uh,
2: i'm not jeff Kaz i'm chester capone you know i I'm, I'm good enough and I pull off the hoodie too and so I have my Flyer's jersey <laughs> out. And like uh I I have my hockey stick and I start uh I turn the corner and I start skating down the uh the hallway uh and I start I, I assume I see the guy coming, right? You're going towards him? Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay. Yes, you see him he's coming towards you and i'm going to just full on hip check him to get uh to get by him. Okay. Um <laughs> like yeah. like just like no, i'm i can't get penalties in here. I'm going to cross check on my that's what i'm doing as i <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's get a roll for this maneuver.
3: And and anything you're adding to it.
2: I'm going to go add an extra dice to it. I'm going to go with look cool. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I Just th- those two things right now. Okay. Yeah. And I rolled a two
0: and a six. Oh, oh, baby. Beautiful. <laughs> that's the tenacity of a hockey lawyer.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so uh, this is wild that I have to ask this, but yeah, are you, are you attend- attempting to just get past him or are you attempting to like, take him out knock him knock him unconscious
2: i i'm just hoping to get by him and uh like i still have the card right so i'm you hoping do, that yeah. i and uh i'm just going to try to barrel that uh towards the the evidence door
3: gotcha you did see earlier that it required both a, a card boop and a and a key code to be punched in
2: yeah ah
3: so, yeah, yeah, with your with your six, you're easily able to deke past this guy. You sort of give him a a, a cross check uh, and, and hit him into the boards, by which I mean the wall, wall. of the <laughs> hallway. Uh, and he's, I think, with another exclamation of just, what is going on? Uh, he, he sort of hits the, the side and crumples for a second. He's not unconscious, but he's he's uh, winded. Uh, as you uh, Do you say anything as you skate away from him? I
2: was never skilled, but I worked hard and I could fight, quoting his favorite hockey player as he gets away. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, and you uh, are able to, you
3: you do that sort of thing where you, uh, you carve right up to the door and sort of like uh, angle your skates sideways and skid to a stop. It's not ice skates, but same basic principle. I assume, I don't know how roller skates work. (laughs) And you find yourself at this door. Yeah. You, you uh, go to boop your key card and, and the, the little screen turns green and then says enter code. Uh, and you are faced with a, a numerical keypad. And there is a window in the store and you can see uh, your friend. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know that you would know that Nick made it in, but you can see him on the other side. You have confirmation now that Nick is in the evidence locker.
2: I, and I try to show him the card and I, I try to like, what, what, what do you think I should write it, put a code in? What, what's the smartest code to put in? Chester, uh, I
0: mean, Jeff. Uh...
2: Jeff. Wait, I pull out my cell phone, and I look up Jeff oh. on, like, the keypad, and, like, because so J correlates with, like... Five,
1: three, three,
2: three? Yep, five, three, three, three! <laughs> sure, we're
3: gonna get a roll for this. If it's a six, yeah. If it's a one through five, no. <laughs> Not even a mixed success. You have, you have a one in six chance of this being... It, it's a significantly better probability than it would be in real life, but. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you
2: that. Yeah, that's a two. I don't know what we no, that's no It's the kind of we got depth. our hopes up for that one. <laughs> uh,
3: it it uh the keypad turns red again and it says access denied. I'm all out of ideas.
2: <laughs> Look, I, I'm going to try and get to the others. Uh, I, I believe in you. I actually skate away. I'm actually, you know, using that map. Uh, I'm going to see if I can uh, start making my way to uh, where I believe the downstairs is.
0: Wait, Jeff, no, I can't carry all this gear on my own.
3: Let's jump back to our friends, Lake, Angus, and Elliot. So you guys are uh, emerging into the basement. Yeah, you, you uh, aroused the attention of this guard who who called for backup on you uh, and then went off to deal with the power outage and hopefully uh, get the power rerouted. Uh, you're making your way up the stairwell, uh, and you uh, see a door ahead that leads out into the main hallway. Uh, I just want to check in and see uh, wh- where you guys are at, how you're feeling, what's your play here.
1: Are we in, like, an isolated stairwell? There's there's no, like, branching corridors or anything? It's, like, stairwell and then the one door at the top?
5: Yes. All right, gang. I have an idea. I can, um, I can store people in my backpack?
1: Yes, 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 yes! And
5: and if all three of us go in and they just find my backpack, they're gonna have to take it to evidence, right?
4: What are we waiting for?
5: Hey, let's go. Great plan.
1: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Is that a- I, I'm unfamiliar with some of the new playbook abilities. Is that a thing that you need to roll to do?
5: It just says you can store human-sized objects like humans or, I don't know, mannequins? Also yourself. It's dark there.
3: All right. Yeah. And it does say, uh, like, it says plural objects. So I assume that more than one. And it doesn't say roll roll two.
5: No, it doesn't say roll two.
3: Then, yeah, I guess you all hop into Elliot's backpack. <laughs>
5: Hell yeah! <laughs> uh,
3: and you're just on uh, in in the stairwell is where you're leaving this backpack?
5: Yeah, because that's what they're going to come.
3: Now, I, I need to get a better idea of how this works, because your backpack is, in essence, a, a pocket dimension that you can reach into and pull unique items from the multiverse, as well as items that you've stored in there. When you just, like, open the top of it and look into it, what does it look like?
5: You know, I don't know. Um, I it feel did like say,
3: it... like, canonically in the description you read, it's dark in there.
5: Yeah, I so think maybe it just it's... looks like a, a void. <laughs>
3: yeah just like cavernous like you you can't quite see far enough in okay so yeah the three of you hop inside uh it is it is very
4: dark i think it's it's sort of like you say we hop inside like it like it ain't no thing i feel like there's probably like an awkward like trying to pull up a dress like oh very much uh, yeah pulling it up into yourself and you know hey can you Hey, hey, can you can you zip me up, Angus? Can you? <laughs> yeah, you're you're having to like you put one leg in and then you have nothing
3: to sort of stand on, so it's like you're you're descending into a, a hole and like it it takes a little bit of doing, but I think you're able to all get in there. Uh, and inside, like I don't think it's it's not squishy in that like it it is a pocket dimension. There is presumably uh, any an infinite amount of space in here, but it's also like. The inside of a backpack, so everything is sort of like bunched and pressed together, and like sliding down towards the bottom. So it is like it's not roomy either. You're kind of squished in with like, you, you Elliot's guitar is in here. Probably some like, uh, uh, you know, change of gym clothes that should have gone into the wash by now. Wrappers, <laughs> chip bags. What, a, Elliot? Give me some other stuff that might be kicking around in the bottom of your voidware backpack. Uh,
5: my tape recorder is kicking around. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess just like free-floating guitar picks.
4: Mm-hmm. Lit Lake found gum and is already into the gum, <laughs> blowing a big bubble in front of her face. Uh, Amazing, yeah. I think it's
3: like you know when you were in elementary school. Did you guys do the parachute game in gym class where you'd all you'd all have a big parachute uh, and you'd all like <laughs> ripple it and like yes! yeah, yeah, like I think it's like if if you were gathered up in in one of those parachutes and that like you're all kind of like you can't really get your footing and it's kind of hard to figure out where you are in relation to each other, but it's also not like, like there's a lot of, it's a big space that you're inside of infinite possibly. Uh, it's just really awkward to move around. Yeah. And I think so one minute there's three kids in a backpack and, and, uh, a short awkward, uh, amount of time and, and fumbling later, there is just a backpack sitting unattended on a stairwell. The aforementioned unit three shows up, uh, a pair of rescue agents, uh, burst through the door they've got uh um what would they be equipped with i assume ray guns but like set to a very like stun sort of a setting of just like you know they're they're non-lethal they're very um very mall cop energy but yeah they burst in expecting to find these uh these kids that they were radioed about and do not see you instead just find this backpack uh one of them picks it up opens the top has a look inside it just looks dark I think he just looks to see that it's not, like, full of any kind of contraband and is like, ah, it looks pretty empty, uh, and then is like, better take it to evidence, uh, slings it over one shoulder. They spend a little bit of time, uh, looking around, uh, in that stairwell to see if they can find where you went and and why you ditched the backpack, but it ultimately ends up being fruitless. Maybe you even can kind of hear the muffled sounds of them talking to that guard from earlier, uh, like, so you I said, was going to
1: say, like, how much of this can we perceive from inside the backpack? I assume we can't really see anything, but we can, like, hear sort of muffled sounds?
3: Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Um, you can't, mm-hmm. like, see or, or, like, feel what's going on. Because it's not like you shrunk down into a backpack. It's that the backpack leads into another, another plane of reality entirely. Uh, but I think there mm-hmm. is still that connection, the top of the backpack, so you can hear the sounds of your home plane echoing through. Uh, and so you kind of hear the muffled conversation of, like, you said they went into the stairwell right they weren't in the stairwell and we came from the only hallway that goes to the stairwell so i don't i don't I don't see how they could have possibly gone any other direction it's it's either here and they didn't come back down that's well well we'll uh, we'll go do a sweep and see what we can find we're gonna run this to evidence first chester you were up on the main floor trying to make your way towards this very basement right yeah oh, and no. you are unaware of this entire plan and everything that has happened here
2: yeah that's right
3: so I think you arrive at the door to the stairwell just as these two rescue officers are emerging uh, and they see a kid, well, they see the face of a man with a mustache who is not their co-worker Jeff, who is also wearing a Philadelphia Flyers jersey and, and uh, hockey pads and roller skates. Uh, and they both draw their ray guns once more and are like, hey, you, you, stop right
2: there. What do you do? Oh, boy. Uh, I think I'm going to go for good old, like, uh, high sticking and just, like, try to, like, knock specifically the ray guns away. And then I'm going to try to, like, once again, start bolting away. Just lead them off on a wild
3: goose chase kind of thing.
2: Or or at least, you know, Dave is hoping only one person follows me, a.k.a. the person without the backpack. But uh, I'm going to just disarm them and uh, go so that way they don't have necessarily a shot on me. Fair enough. Let's uh, get a roll for that uh, high stick. I am going to go with another grit die added on there.
3: Yeah, this is a pretty
2: gritty maneuver. I I buy that. You know, there's two guys and there's this uh, ray guns involved. This is a a step up. So I think I'm uh, going to sacrifice the body while I do this too. So I'm going to take another hit. Sorry, can you read that ability? uh, What does sacrifice the body do? Because that's a new one. uh, Take a slam Mm -hmm. and get an extra two dice uh, for the action roll. This slam cannot be noped, absorbed by armor, ignored with any ability, etc. You gotta take it, kid. So I have like four die on this. And despite all that, I rolled a two, a four, a five, and a five. I didn't get the magic six I was really hoping for. <laughs> all right. Mixed success. Okay.
3: So you're, uh, you are able to high stick and, and knock their ray guns away we're going to give you both a slam and a problem here because the mixed success gives you a problem and your ability specifically required you to take a slam separate from that right yeah yeah let's go with uh, i think you you uh swipe with your hockey stick knock these uh ray guns out of their hands unlike our our friend from earlier who was just so frazzled and so absolutely confused by what was going on this guy, uh, one of these rescue agents is a little quicker on the uptake, uh, and as soon as the gun leaves his hand, he kind of shrugs, balls up his fist, and just decks you right in the face. Uh, and I'm going to endow upon to you the uh, slam of clock cleaned. You have had your clock cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, so that, uh, that's... Uh,
1: considering Chester's canon, can we change it to bell rung? <laughs> yes, that's
3: much more. You've had your bell rung. Let's go with that. Uh, so that's your second slam. Banged up and bell rung. You are you are on
2: uh on uh, in on thin ice here, as it were. And I have trouble beyond that, right? What's the trouble beyond it?
3: I think your problem in addition to that is just that they are hot on your trail. You've knocked their ray guns away successfully, uh, but they get a hit in on you, uh, and you're barely able to sort of scramble out from from underneath them and and get taken off on your roller skates and they are in hot
2: pursuit roller uh, yeah roller blades not skates it's very different one's cooler than the other
3: that's and, very true uh,
2: <laughs> and then uh, you know
3: what that's gonna be can I can I give you your complication it's it, they are pursuing after you uh, and I think both of them grab a uh, a little disc off of their rescue sort of utility belts that are that are part of their rescue uniforms slam <laughs> them down on the ground and they they uh, extend out. Uh, into not a, a hoverboard cuz hoverboards are cool that's what you guys ride and these guys are not cool they're they're the enforcement but they're kind of like a little hover scooter like segway, a ra- Segway like
1: segway, yeah segway. you know what it's a hover segway
3: yeah sure yes! <laughs> they throw these uh belt mounted disks down and they sort of pop out on either side and they extend a handle up and they're they're after you on Segway uh hover segway <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so that is your complication. They are bearing down on you, and they also have assisted mode of transportation.
1: <laughs> are we in tow?
3: Ah, uh, yes, you are. You are slung over the shoulder of one of them.
4: Alrighty. Hmm. I, th- I think I overheard them mention something about evidence. I think we're, we're doing all right, team. This, this might like, work out. I think. I think. Uh, in, in spite of all the chaos, we're, we're going to reconvene. Uh, if, if those guys, like we saw on the security camera, are on their way to the evidence locker. This, this should all work out. I mean, the the, the lights, everything. This is great. And now, this Leah, is- Elliot, you're
1: a genius. And Angus has been tapping his heel on the floor the whole time.
4: Um, This is also Lake's uh, pep talk. And I'm going to refill Ooh. our team hype uh, and give uh, uh, a general pep talk to everyone. And like, in this, in our literal darkest hour, because we are in a black void of nowhere, uh, I am mm-hmm. going to remind everyone that this probably is going to sh- shake out the way we want. As much convincing her friends as she is herself, because she's a little feeling a little in over her head. So you've replenished
3: your team, Hype Dice. Uh, and yeah, I don't think you guys have any way of knowing where you are, much less any means of getting out of here, really. Like, you're you're kind of along for the ride at this point.
1: So I guess we wait, huh?
5: <laughs> your favorite.
1: You know me. We're so close, though. Once I get those shoes, everything will be fine again, and things will go so much faster.
3: Hey, all you weird kids. It is your Slugmaster, game blaster, Robin, here to thank you once again for listening, even though there is no way we could ever express how much it truly means to us. We love you all. We love that you love the show. And we love when you tell other people how much you love the show, because that just helps the show get bigger. Uh, So if you do feel inclined to help spread the word, we are at Quantum Kickflip on all platforms. And I can guarantee you that if you leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts, you will single handedly make all six of our days at once. Uh, We're also on Patreon now, and for just five bucks a month, you can get early access to every new episode of Quantum Kickflip, as well as bi-weekly bonus content like interviews, outtakes, and lots more. Uh, I'd also like to shout out our sponsors over at the Alberta Media Arts Alliance Society, whose goal is to advocate, educate, and celebrate the media arts in Alberta. Check them out at amaas.ca. And as of the last episode, we are proud members of the Alberta Podcast Network. They have a bunch of amazing locally made shows, uh, including I Have Some Notes, which is a movie podcast co-hosted by Liam that regularly features Glenna and myself as guests. Uh, you can find that show and many more over at albertapodcastnetwork.com. We release Quantum Kickflip bi-weekly, so our next episode will be up on Wednesday, August 1st, wherever you get your podcasts, or them on the Monday if you sign up for the Patreon. Uh, and gang, the next one is a real good one. I highly recommend getting that early access. Uh, we're going to get back to the action right away, but before we do, I'd like to quickly throw it over to Angus's pal Dexter for an inspirational halftime speech. Hey everybody, it's me, Dexter. I just wanted to tell you real quick about a podcast I've been listening to lately. Because when I'm coaching here, when I'm coaching the kids, I like to listen to podcasts on my headphones. Got them on my, on my M-phone. Uh, you know, you don't actually have to pay that much attention when you're coaching soccer. The kids kind of just do it themselves. You don't really have to listen that much. So I like to listen to podcasts. And my favorite one to listen to lately is the Well Endowed Podcast by the Edmonton Community Foundation. It's hosted by Andrew Paul and Elizabeth Bonkink, produced by Lisa Pruden. And it explores the impact of passionate people who are working to make Edmonton a strong city to live in the edmonton community foundation helps people create endowment funds and this podcast tells the story of how those endowments intersect with the community here let me let me give you a taste
2: we are experiencing on a psychological level a physical level a spiritual level this wholesomeness this health that brings so much into our lives and as a great de-stressor taking a walk in the woods is wonderful
3: yeah that's good stuff right so If you like what you heard, you should subscribe at thewellendowedpodcast.com. That's thewellendowedpodcast.com. Now, I'd also like to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utilities provider in Alberta. They offer internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Now, in Alberta, you get to choose who to buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. And Park Power has low overhead, which in turn allows them to offer low competitive rates. That's just wonderful because I do not make a lot of money at this gig. I don't really make any money at this gig or any other gig. So, you know, keeping my rates low, that's important to me. Now you can reach out for a no obligation comparison by emailing estimates at parkpower.ca. And if you decide to switch, it's easy. It's real easy. It's just a change to your billing, and you can feel good knowing that you are helping to give back to our communities with your utility bills. Proud sponsors of the Tigers, Park Power. Proud sponsors of this fictional soccer team. Uh, you can learn more about that at parkpower.ca. That's parkpower.ca. All right, let's get you folk back to the episode. Hey, it's the other way. It's, don't, no, you're at the other end.
2: There are the boys.
3: All right, let's uh, let's check in on our friend Nick. So, Nick, you were in the evidence room. You saw your friend Chester uh, go running off to reconvene with your friends. Uh, what's Nick up to?
0: Uh, Nick was uh, going to try and look for those aforementioned shoes.
3: Yeah, I think uh, you, like. Attention has been effectively pulled away from where you are. No one is, has any reason to interrupt you or intrude upon you in the evidence locker uh, for the time being. Even the people who were on their way there have now been sort of distracted by chasing after Chester. So I think you've got the time you need. You're able to locate, uh, you're, you're trying to find uh, Angus and Chester's missing gear.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you're able to find that. There, there are rows upon rows of sort of uh, glass cubes in here, compartments. Uh, some of them are empty. Some of them are, uh, full of, of various slug blasting paraphernalia. Uh, those ones that are full are sealed off with a glowing red light. And it, it reminds you of the key card pads that you've seen Chester, uh, having to, to boop with his card. You, you suspect that in order to open these, you would need that key card that is dangling around Chester's neck on a lanyard right now, but you are able to locate the two that contain, uh, the, the gear that you are missing. Um, you're also, you've, you've got your run of the place. Is there anything else that you're looking for while you're in here?
0: I don't know that Nick, Nick would, there would be anything else in evidence per se that Nick would know about. So yeah, I think, I think if he's identified where these, uh, where where his friend's gadgets are, that's, that's what he's going for. He's trying to get, get those opened.
3: All right. And, and how are you going about doing that?
0: Uh, I think after a quick little try of the handles, noticing stuff won't budge. Uh, Nick takes out his ultimate (laughs) lockpick. And, uh, with that, the, the negatana buzzes into life and he's, he's going to try and cut these boxes out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Basically try to cut a hole in through the door or pry. Yeah. I think, I think slicing
0: sort of the front paneling off so that there are like open compartments is, is his hope.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. And that's an ability you got to roll to use. Yes. I would assume. So let's get that roll uh, and anything you're adding to it.
0: Uh, At this point, I am all out of additional d6s, but I will use one of those updated abilities we've got to push myself. Uh, You may also add one dice or one kick to your roll by either marking one trouble or accepting a problem. The GM picks it, but anyone can suggest things. I think in this moment, I will take a trouble to get a second d6. Okay. A five
3: uh mixed success i think uh yeah you're able to cleanly slice through uh the with your friction blade you uh you carve the front off of these two capsules and it uh yeah because your blade has kind of it's got a sort of red glow along the one the uh the true edge of the sword yeah yeah Yeah, so I think it it carves through and and like the edges where it uh, has been severed kind of glow in that same dull red color for a moment as before they uh, Mm. return to normal. And you're able to retrieve the uh, sneakers, the hoverboards, the ray guns and the armor. It is a lot of stuff for Nick to carry. He's a small guy and this is two people's (laughs) worth of of gear, Uh, but you're able to sort of bundle it all up into an arm load. I think your problem here is simply that while uh you are able to infiltrate them, that does trigger some sort of a security system like the uh that this does not go undetected. Uh a another buzz uh alarm begins to go off and uh you see lights flashing, and uh it is clear that security has been notified that there has been a breach in the evidence locker.
0: Question with Chester's power armor. Uh-huh. Is it all just sort of one piece or is it like can the components like Is it like separate gauntlets and then there's like wiring between the pieces?
3: That's how I've always pictured it. Uh, Dave can probably speak to that more though. Uh,
2: Yeah, I I guess I didn't have any specific idea on it. I kind of assumed that it was, uh, they're all connected by cables. Whether or not those cables are removable, I never made that decision. I kind of was thinking that they were rugged so that, you know, because they they came from uh, Disney and they're, or from vestige, yes, yeah, vestige, I should say, and I thought that them as the uh, more heavy duty, almost construction type things. Mm-hmm. So, but there's I, not
0: like one hard frame that that shapes it to huge, tall size, is there?
2: No, no, no. It it would be able to latch into whatever size. That's how I, I had imagined that, like a little bit of like the Iron Man, like oh, it fits perfectly. Like you can kind of oh, gotcha. fit around who it is.
0: And I think. <laughs> plan here he's yes, got a yes, lot yes, of yes, heavy yes. stuff to carry uh-huh and he knows other people are in the facility far away so he's got to get there fast
6: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: nick is going to attempt to put on the gloves of the power armor <laughs> as well as put on angus's skip mode runners <laughs> so he can be strong enough to carry all the stuff and fast enough to go find his friends.
1: <laughs> Hot damn!
3: Uh, incredible, yeah. You, I don't see any reason why you can't do that. You're, you're able to, I mean, you'll have to roll to use the relevant abilities, but you're, you're able to- Wield them. To use this gear. You, you have, yeah. uh, you suit up, you're, you're, uh, half power armored and, and, uh, wearing these skip modes. And
1: Mr. checked off all his checkboxes, now as two signature devices- full of dice and kick that have gone unused.
0: <laughs> oh wait, I can use those pools?
1: Oh yes you can. Oh
0: jeez, I wasn't even thinking of that. I was ready to push myself to full trouble. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh so yeah you're suited
3: up and ready to rock. What's the next you are still locked in the evidence locker, but you've got several ways that you can maybe mitigate that now. What's your play?
0: I think Nick preps himself at the far end of the room takes up the runner's stance that he has seen Angus take before. And then he is going to dash forward, jump into the air and try to do a big Superman punch, which he has seen Chester perform before. And throughout all of this, he's, he's yelling skip mode, power rush. (laughs) So, uh, you know, perhaps he could
2: invoke the heavy-duty servos from mine, and then that's where he's getting his uh, dice yeah, from mine. That's, and
0: That's the main thing, is using the servos to to punch through the door, I think.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Let's get that roll. How all many right. dice are you adding to it there?
0: Uh, I don't want to use up all your stuff. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to. Nick's going to... He, he is determined. He is trying to do this of, of his own volition, and he's really pushing himself. He knows he has to do this for his friends. I am going to push to take his, another trouble. Actually, I, I am going to use one of the kick. I, I'm going to snag one of those, though. I don't, I don't, one, one of the other, kicks? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, so I'm going to... Take a die, too, DC. man.
1: Seriously. Take one from the skip modes.
0: Oh, yeah. Is it... the? Because he's getting a run-up with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm taking a kick... From not the kicks, i uh, <laughs> taking a dice from the shoes, <laughs> and I'm still pushing. So we're going three d six with a kick on the on the tag of this. Oh
6: baby, go, let's
0: go! I got the six we needed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Amazing. Uh, describe to me, yeah. D- play this scene out for me, please.
0: Uh, so yeah, he's he's taking up that stance. He starts running. It's probably not is how big of a room is this evidence lockup a living room sized (laughs) so yeah not not a super long runway but it's enough for him to uh get the movement going and he's like in an instant he's has gone from one end of the room to the other in the air fist hits the door uh then i think we sort of see cut shot to the outside as just the whole door is blown off its hinges and then Nick, as soon as his feet touch on the other side, he is just going full speed, running with all the stuff down the hallway. Beautiful. You round a corner and careening
3: towards you on a pair of rollerblades, closely followed by two rescue agents on hover segways is your friend Chester Capone. Chester, you see Nick uh, wearing your armor and Angus's shoes, still wielding the, the Negatana. And and I guess, do you have your own <laughs> shoes somewhere?
0: They're just in the bundle of all the other stuff, I think. Of the, of the You're
3: like cars. carrying them by the by the laces kind of thing. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's got four signature devices on the go and he's coming <laughs> straight for you. What well, yeah, what what is Chester how does Chester respond to this? Whoa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I may even like come to like a little bit of a like I don't stop, but I just start gliding like I'm not even like pushing myself anymore.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: As I see Nick coming towards me.
0: Do you have my hoverboard? Uh, yeah. Here it is, Mr. K. Oh, God. everything was all in a bundle. He has to set the bundle down and sort of rummage through to hand him the board.
2: <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Oh, crap. What am I going to wear for shoes? I have, the, I have to get my sh- blades off. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you have two people right running after you. Oh, they yeah, don't... sorry. I can't do this. <laughs> well, I, we got to get out of here. But where are the others? Hey, they have Elliot's backpack.
3: Uh, Yes, and it's at this point, Nick, you notice as well, these uh, agents who are, I remind you, in hot, like, they're not far behind you, and they are uh, coming after you with malicious intent. Uh, They are carrying Elliot's backpack, uh, and you have a moment here before they are upon you. Are you looking to run away from them, combat them, move past them, which, what are we doing
0: here? I've, I've got, I've got something. Okay. You crooks, that doesn't belong to you! He says, wearing a bunch of things that are not his own. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Hand that bag
0: over now. Give me your best shot. And he takes up a stance. And he, he's like a little bouncier than normal because of the skip modes. And hes it's very video game pose, sword up at the side, big gauntlets. He's hes raring re- to go.
4: Uh, think things aren't nearly as exciting in the bag. We're like patiently <laughs> waiting for our call to action.
1: Angus has asked for a, a piece of gum. I,
4: Lake's just like, all I'm saying is, when my Game Boy Color got taken during math class, you guys <laughs> did not go to this much trouble to help me steal it out of Mrs. <laughs> Kazanopoulos' desk drawer. Je- Jeff's wife teaches math. <laughs> I gotcha.
3: So Nick, you're you're squaring off to uh, to combat these two.
0: Yeah. They do. They still have their guns.
3: Nope. Those were uh, those were scattered on the ground, and they didn't pick them up for some reason.
0: <laughs> oh shoot. Okay. Uh, okay (laughs) so if you're posting up then i'm
3: probably like nearby even if it's behind you yeah i think they come to a stop now that you're no longer fleeing them and are like you kids have less than five seconds to explain yourselves and they're already getting out like some sort of uh space age looking manacles to sort of like we we're we're taking you guys into custody this is this is ridiculous
4: let's go can can we like peek out of the bag like how does the zipper work (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, like is there any way for us to get out of the backpack? Can we feel that we've
6: stopped?
2: How how about this? I like as they're coming towards and all of a sudden put my stick out, try to hook the backpack and just pull that off and just throw it behind me. Get get the stuff and get out of here and I throw the bag behind me. Yeah, okay, so you're trying to hook the the bag
3: off of his shoulder and and throw it. Yeah. Yes, let's uh let's get a roll for that.
2: <laughs> if I add kick to my grit, uh would I possibly be able to throw it with enough force back me that not only does it go back uh, a little farther and it's nice and away from the 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 guards but perhaps I don't know maybe it would be enough to open up the backpack a little bit more in a like more obvious way that would be um uh, that
3: Maybe some of the contents might come, you know, but, but spilling, out spilling, spilling out. Of out. It. Yeah, you
2: know, maybe there's some contents that would. I think I think that's a fair sure. Yeah. Uh, because this really needs to work, and I can't really take any more failures. I'm going to take one of the team die if I could.
6: Mm-hmm. Yes, do it. Yep. Cool. Let us out If of here. ever there
2: was a time, I roll a three, a one, but a six as oh, the other one, <laughs> and I just <laughs> get in there perfectly hook it uh, rips it out of his hand throw it back and, and it lands on the ground
3: uh and it hits with enough impact yeah you inside i described it earlier as a as a big parachute the parachute has been what are you what's the verb for that deflated like, like when they lifted? when they
4: when everybody on the outside like lifts it up and you can yeah. all the light from the room trickles in yeah.
3: exactly uh and you are all expelled out through the opening one after another and you're kind of like tumble and roll out into the hallway uh, along with I'm just some... saying,
1: Lake. You can you can let me know when Pokemon Red will get you through detention. Whoa! <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the three of you come spilling out into the hallway. You see the scene in front of you. Nick is squaring off against you, rescue agents. Chester has just uh, used his hockey stick to pull this backpack away, uh, and they're kind of uh, squaring off two on two in this hallway. Uh, what do uh, what do Lake, Angus, and Elliot do?
1: Oh, there's a lot
4: lake yells scramble and for the second time today she's gonna do the uh, exponent coil mm-hmm. um but i'd like to kick it okay once twice three times if i can uh and i know last time i think it was like um i kick for the number of oh co- no i will for the copies i make uh but basically i'm gonna add as much kick as i can blow on this because i want to make a copy of everybody oh you're trying to make
3: multiple versions of not just lake but of 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 all everyone, of us. the entire party. The other,
4: even if I can get some of the the agents in there too, I want to fill this hallway like a mosh pit and have that pandemonium
3: <laughs> be our escape. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Let's let's get that roll. You've you've uh, put a bunch of
4: Take kick on two it. Two
1: of my kick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I have one kick on my reality cannon. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use two because this is sort of the heart action, the like passion and empathy. Uh, so I guess I have to describe to you how passion and empathy. Um, I think this was what she's been waiting for. She hasn't done much other than uh, the the sewer, uh, and so she. This was how she can save her friends. Uh, yeah. So that's that's my case. So
1: and uh, and Angus is using his guts uh, in that when Lake says scramble, the direction he chooses to scramble in is directly towards the rescue officers.
4: There you go. So I only have one, I'm adding three, three, uh, kick for my, two for my heart playbook, one for my reality cannon, but I'm not adding any, I guess I have a die to blow. I can keep, I can stack them. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) you know what? I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) um, I'm not going to add any dice to this because I think as she does it, as she like, she's going to spray it like a fire hose all over the, all over the hallway and try to like really coat everybody. Mm -hmm. In a real middle finger to the whole situation.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Remind the listening audience at home what middle finger, uh, just give us that ability real quick.
4: Yeah, this is part of her heart's playbook. Uh, Middle finger, once per run, (laughs) once per run, you can automatically get a six, no roll required. And I think that how she does that is the sheer volume with which she unloads. I think it comes yeah. out as foam. I think it's, like, duplicating foam in this in this case. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. people at, like, a foam party? Like, a foam rave? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, um, those foam raves that we all go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. We are at least see
4: pictures of people
0: enjoying. We you know. podcast and we foam rave. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I basically get everyone... I, I have enough... I have three kick. You decide how many people I get with three you kick. You have five but... kick. Oh, you okay? You've given me kick. I've Wait. given
1: you two kick.
4: Yeah, your your regular ability is enough to
3: generally duplicate yourself. So I think with the amount of kick you've put on this, you're able to get your entire team. We do need to know how many copies of each person get. Co- Six
4: plus one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I rolled one. So there's two copies of everybody.
3: That's still. The five of you plus, so there's 15 people running around this hallway right now. <laughs> yes, it is, it's absolute chaos. Like you described, there's sort of this spray of foam goes out, and then when Angus emerges from the foam, a second angus emerges a second later and then a third angus uh and, and likewise for everyone multiple versions of them emerge out of this this spray of foam uh, and they're all sort of various alternate versions i think we described really like different different shimmering colors i i like that aesthetic for this as well the rescue agents don't know what to make of any of this they were squaring off to take two teens into custody and suddenly there's there's more than they can possibly handle I think one of them's reaching for his radio and trying to call for backup uh, and the other's trying to figure out what happened to their ray guns because they had them a minute ago didn't they but you've bought yourself all of the distraction you need here you've got your devices back is there anything else you guys were planning on doing while here or is it time to to book it
4: what floor was the break room on
3: (laughs) the same one you're on currently
4: (laughs) is that for real you're not just giving me that no, you're, it's, there's only the, there was the two levels, the basement and As we and this go one. to run away, everyone's smiling, laughing, it's great. Lake, like, stops, does the double take to see the break room, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm gonna go and try to grab that box of donuts in the chaos. You know what?
3: You've used so much kick in the middle finger, yeah, you, you, uh, dart in, in the chaos and are able to snag. There is exactly one donut left. Oh. Uh, what's
4: Lake's favorite kind of donut? Oh, it's, it's, um, I've seen ones where they make them half sprinkle, half no sprinkle. And that's, that's Lake's favorite kind of donut. <laughs> and that's Lake's favorite kind of donut. She used to like all sprinkle and now she likes the, appreciates the irony. Yeah. 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 Well, too bad. This one's coconut. You don't get it. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> One of the other two okay. lakes had the same idea to come into the break room.
1: <laughs> and is like, yeah, go- yeah coconut. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyway, I,
3: I'm going to assume that you are able to uh, make your way back out of here. You've caused enough. Between the lights out and the infinite number of copies running around, you have created plenty of distraction that you are able to extricate yourself. Um, but I want to take a moment to just regroup with uh, with the members of Weird Gravity several blocks away in the industrial park. Uh, you guys have, have put some distance between yourselves and the rescue facility, uh, and I'm assuming are, are in the process of kind of returning everyone's possessions to who they belong to.
1: Angus will peel off his Velcro, waterlogged, sewage-stained shoes, and he chucks them as hard and as far as he can. And takes the skip modes, pulls the screwdriver out of the side, puts them on. Wait, did
3: Nick wear them with the screwdriver still in the side? Yes, he (laughs) absolutely did. Don't answer.
1: (laughs) And ties the laces. (sighs) Gang, that was
6: so cool.
4: Yeah, Lake Lake is right there with you, just like, as soon as our breath is caught. Just (laughs) Like falls falls over, uh, laughing. Yeah.
2: You should have seen me. Uh, I I cross checked uh, a, a guy, and then uh, you know I I, I then like uh, knocked the, the ray guns out of the
0: others. Nick
1: had like three different things on him. <laughs> the sword. I'm sorry. I hope it's okay that I, I
0: borrowed those. I just I in the moment I didn't know how to get everything out.
1: <sighs> Feel, I mean, feels pretty cool, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. I I can't stop jittering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah.
4: shaking.
2: I mean, it's it, it's great. Well, uh, I got my my board back. Uh, thanks for uh, uh, helping me out, uh, you guys.
1: Um, yeah, we'll see you in the next run, right?
4: Yeah, this was great. We work really well together as a team. Well, you know, I, like I can't. My
2: my dad's. Got... Everyone played
4: their position. You're a heck of a defenseman. Yeah.
0: That, that's true. I, I I I wouldn't have been able to get anywhere without without Kazganopoulos by my side.
4: Is he a play for the Flyers? <laughs> <laughs> no No
2: he, he 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 he's me, sort of. Well no but I'm Chester, don't get it confused. Um
5: I am I was yeah. gonna ask about the mustache.
2: Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to grow out a real one, and I pull, I finally pull it off, and like, uh, my face returns to normal. I guess I had the weird, nondescript face. (laughs) The thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to deal with my dad, and I, you know, I don't really know you guys that well, and I, (laughs) I don't expect you to bail me out like this. So, you know, why not?
1: Why not when you have bailed all of us out of so many situations before?
2: I guess no one's ever bailed me
3: out before. And Chester, you have a moment where you kind of think back on the the previous runs, everything you guys have been through, that first run to Vestiche, uh, where you dropped from the overpass and, and exploded the giant slug and, and cleared the path to freedom for all your classmates that, that would have otherwise never been able to make it out. Uh, and you think back to... Desneen and, and the way you sacrifice your own, the integrity of your own face to get that hexapus away and, and back to its mother to stop the, uh, the giant dodecapus from destroying the uh, entire base. Uh, you think back to Thennispar and, and landing as Super Satan and pushing Lake away from the podium and, and getting her out just in the nick of time. And finally, you think back on, on everything that happened here today. Uh, and you kind of look out at, at your friends and they're covered in, in sewer slime and, and foam and they're banged up and they're bruised, but they're, they're smiling and they're looking back at you.
1: Our entire crew is founded on us getting into insane situations and bailing each other out. We all need each other. We all need you, buddy. Okay,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm not going to
1: figure it out alone.
2: Well, that's good because, like, that's the hardest part for me. I can't. I I have a hard enough time with uh, French and, like, math and geography. So.
1: Are you still talking about slug blasting? Because I am absolutely no help in any of those subjects.
0: I can help. That's that's a good point.
2: Well, uh, uh, yeah. Cool. So, wh- where's the next place we're gonna go to? I, are we going to like that uh, that that well-known uh, faraway land known as uh, what is it? Saskatchewan? Is that the next dimension we're headed to? <laughs>
6: oh,
2: boy. Wait, was that in? Ge- I think that was in geography class. I heard about that one. <laughs> and uh,
3: and that's where we leave the members of Weird Gravity this time around. Banged up, covered in foam, uh, in a dirty alleyway but more united than ever for everything they've been through. All right, so before we get into the downtime phase of uh, this run, we have one last thing to do, like we do at the end of every run, I need y'all to roll a disaster roll for me. But it's going to look a little different this time because we have gotten an updated playtest kit from Mikey. As we mentioned last episode, we've got some new uh, new mechanics in play. And one of the things that got retooled a little was the disaster roll. It's still very similar. You're still going to roll and find out whether a disaster strikes. Just the mechanic works a little different. How many dice you get to roll and what they mean. There's kind of an option of being Fully safe, or kind of a mixed success, or a full-on disaster. Much like all the other roles in the game, uh, so I, I to have sort to of... say
1: I, I do like the uh, multiple dice prospect.
3: Yeah, gets you. It's always more fun to roll more dice. I think is is the takeaway. So we've uh, we've already talked about uh, how many dice each person is rolling. It essentially amounts to however many trouble boxes were left unchecked uh, at the end of the run. So the less trouble you took on the more dice you have to roll here and the better chance of success and avoiding disaster. Uh, so you know, you all know how many dice you're rolling. So how this is going to work, uh, you're going to roll however many dice you have available to you. If you roll six, you're safe. You get to mark a style or you get to save a teammate from a disaster four or five. It's a close call. You take a trouble if you have room to do so. Uh, and one to three, that's where you, disaster strikes. You mark one doom and you receive a disaster chosen by me. Let's get those rolls all right we're gonna go around first of all who rolled a six who's safe
1: hey i rolled four dice and my highest roll was a six
3: all right so you will get to either mark a style or maybe use uh that success to pay it forward and save someone else who got a uh four or a five i did me
5: yeah i got a five
3: Okay, so you are all in the uh, in the mixed success category. Close call. You're gonna you're gonna mark one treble each, so you can do so now. Nice. And then finally, who rolled a one to three? nick no
0: i rolled a one and a three
3: nick you have rolled the one to three uh so you are the one that faces disaster so i think we're gonna pick things up just the the layout of hillview i'm deciding in this moment is such that uh that nick's is the first stop as you guys are i I assume you're all like traveling home in a group Mm -hmm. so it's it's getting pretty late at this point you guys have been in there for a while so it's like getting into the the like pushing past curfew and we established that this is on a Sunday. So there's school tomorrow and everything. So as you arrive at the uh, apartment building where you live and you're about to say goodbye to your friends and, and head on up, your mom is on her way out of the building. It's that weird combination of like, she's wearing her her comfy lounging around in the evening pants when she's, you know, done for the day and doesn't need to be out anywhere. But then she's got her jacket on over top of pajamas kind of thing as though she was disturbed from, from her restful evening uh, by worrying news, uh, and as she uh, lays eyes on her son, she says...
5: Nicholas Andrew Lowe, where do you think you've been? Mom. Sweetie, I've been worried sick, and and, and they're saying on the news that, that someone broke into the drow facilities, and, and that it was slug blasters, a group of kids? And Angus you...
1: is slowly tapping his toe against the pavement and watching intently.
5: Did you have anything to do with this? Uh,
0: uh, uh, um... Uh well, I was I was out with my friends but but we were, we we wouldn't go into the, uh, uh uh, you know I haven't been there since since since, back when I was there with, with Dad and I
5: I wouldn't have, uh, I I,
4: uh, I Lake elbows uh, uh Angus um, like uh, cover for him you know you're the silver tongue
5: yeah Angus
1: uh digs his heel into the ground and is like all right all right <sighs> look um. Mislow, sorry. <laughs> you got us, we took Nick away, and we couldn't have been at the drow facility because we were, <laughs> we were in a different dimension. Yes, slug blasting, but nowhere near drow.
5: Nick, you said that you wouldn't do that anymore.
1: Look, we were just, we were keeping an eye on him. I mean, that's why, I mean, ugh, this foam, like, would you believe it? Apparently, like, one of those common cures for those, like, nasty, just, like, giant mosquitoes in the golden jungle is car wash foam. Nicholas, he didn't, uh, Nicholas, that sounds weird coming out (laughs) of my mouth. Nick here didn't even get bit, he just wanted, he just went through because he didn't want to feel left out.
0: Uh, Yeah, I, I I didn't say that wouldn't slug blast, I just said that it wouldn't cause any trouble.
4: And we are not in trouble, canonically. (laughs) Very little trouble happened this whole run.
5: (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you're safe. And I suppose if you were in another dimension, that's a pretty airtight alibi. <laughs> Just don't... don't break your curfew again, Nick. I get worried.
1: Really sorry. It's... it's... it's on us, honestly. I... you know, I... We- I w- really wanted to see the Gundam, and we didn't even find the Gundam. What a waste of a trip. I'm so sorry, guys. This is all my fault. I'm Mislo please accept my apologies
5: no uh, that that's 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 all right uh angus thank you it's um well nick i'm sure you still have a lot of homework to do i think it's time that you get inside hmm? say goodbye to your friends uh,
0: yeah uh, I'll, I'll be right up mom see you at school oh um bye guys thank you angus winks and with
3: disaster narrowly avoided solely by Angus's silver tongue. Uh, Nick heads off with his mom to go catch up on his homework and, and smooth things over. Uh, she's not happy with him, but she doesn't know that he was uh, involved in this raid on the rescue facility, which is a is a win for now.
1: Unrelated, this isn't going to be like a downtime scene, but I feel mm-hmm. like after everything sort of blows over, something is just going to ping in Angus's head and he's going to send Nick a text that says, I didn't know your dad works for Drow.
0: Um, well, he he doesn't anymore. Um, he he passed away when I was little.
1: Shit. Sorry.
0: No need to apologize. I, I I should apologize for you. You you didn't have to take the fall for everything. Plus, I wore your shoes. I know how much they mean to you, and. This is just, like, the longest text that Nick has just sent all out in one big, big, really fast (laughs)
1: Comes in in, like, multiple parts because texts don't have the ability, they have limited characters still.
0: It's just this long rambling note, and it ends with uh, bracket one slash three bracket.
1: (laughs) Taking the fall is what we do. Don't worry
6: about it. Thank you so much.
3: move into the downtime phase of the game so you guys have uh, racked up some style and some trouble that you get to spend on on uh on various scenes but first i want to take a look at what the crew has earned uh because we have yet another new mechanic in play your your brand that you have selected for your crew weird gravity now directly contributes to how much style you earn as a team per run you guys have selected weirdos and underdogs as your brand from a a list of options here. When you are uh, using the weirdos tag, you get plus three style after runs where you take an unconventional approach. (laughs) Underdogs get plus three style after runs where you get in way over your heads. I would say that both of those absolutely apply to this run, Uh, which means you have a total of six style that you have earned as a team that you can either use to push your team forward and un- unlock the next sort of level of fame uh, or some of the benefits that come along with it, or divvy up amongst yourselves to spend on personal scenes.
6: I
0: guess we were pitching one to the track and then two toward a portal? I had one in mind if people are okay with me pitching it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a portal going back from Waking Pits into Desneen.
5: Yeah, definitely. And that would
0: give us a loop through the Waking
5: Pits. Wanna get to that goth place! Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah.
4: nice in the group chat uh, lake gives a little thumbs up emoji like yeah sounds good
5: and no, we don't have emojis
4: uh lake uh, g- g- um, gives a st- yep sounds good without an emoji <laughs> 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 S- Semicolon
6: capital
3: P yeah. beautiful uh, so yeah you guys now have a route into uh, uh, the waking pits a, a new dimension is uh, accessible you can you can get there and back now uh who's got a scene they want to buy?
2: I guess I got uh, enough style, Uh, I can clear for style, uh, for personal growth, Uh, how are you changing, who are you learning from, Uh, show us in a scene or a montage, gain a special from another playbook. And uh, the playbook I'm actually going to take from is uh, Chill, and their ability is Receptive. You notice the stuff everyone else is too busy to, like hidden panels, undiscovered hoverboard spots, or gorgeous sunsets. So, like, up until this point, I've been not necessarily taking in that slug blasting is kind of a cool thing to do. Up until this point, I've just been kind of going along or not fully appreciating it. And so I think uh, how I get that is just uh, spending more time with other people in the group, but specifically Elliot, who just seems to be so calm all the time and, like, doesn't seem to be bothered by anything.
3: Yeah, let's uh, let's set the scene here uh, for a little conversation between Chester and Elliot. So, where are you guys hanging out?
2: Well, I guess it would be that place behind the bleachers, right? Like that's where we kind of meet sometimes. That is your team mm-hmm. hangout, yeah. So it makes sense if you know uh, that's where we were kind
3: of hanging out one day. I think you guys have uh, you know maybe it's uh, it's after school, like uh, you got no nowhere in particular to be. But very much in Elliot's style, you're just sort of just in the moment, hanging out under the bleachers. And maybe you've, you've been there for a while at this point. Elliot, what are you up to in this scene?
5: Uh, I think maybe she's fiddling with her tape recorder. I think maybe she's trying to figure out how to remix what's on the tape. Okay. And it's all stuff from the... from <laughs> It's Angus's voice from Thendis Bar going like, Take me away, Super Satan! And I... <laughs> <laughs> And it's and it's just like take me away, take me, take me. Like,
2: <laughs> ah, very good. So, what are you planning to do with all that? Uh, with the with the tape, what's the plan? I
5: don't know. Maybe uh, remix it into some kind of beat or record a track over top. I haven't decided yet.
2: So, so you've just been working on all this music this whole time, and like, uh, you know, you just seem to be kind of relaxed. Like it's, it's like nothing ever bothers you.
5: I don't know, man. It's like uh, everything that's happening is just happening right now, and I can deal with anything as long as it's temporary.
2: Yeah, I guess that's a good idea to just be looking around, and you can see that ladybug over there, or like just the breeze. Ah. Is it so that that this is kind of nice? I can just sit here. Yeah. What about you? Is there ever a moment when you you really are bothered by something? Is there something that bothers you?
5: Well, I mean, you know, when people are being unfair, I don't like that. My parents are on my back, I don't like that. But usually when I have bad feelings, I write them into a song.
6: Huh.
2: So you use it.
5: Yeah. I guess I do.
3: Chester feels like he, he's learned something here, but he's not quite sure because he is still Chester. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that, that gives you access to a new playbook ability. Uh, you're you're taking a page out of the Chills book, and I think that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of the Chill, uh, Elliot, you got any, any scenes you want to purchase?
5: Uh, yeah, I definitely I want to do Trouble at Home.
3: Yeah, set the stage for us. What does that look like?
5: Uh, Elliot lives with her dad. Uh, her parents are divorced, uh, and her mom lives sort of, like, on the other side of town, and she doesn't see her very often. Uh, her dad's a real uh, hard-working fellow who is, like, at work all the time and wishes he could spend more time with his daughter. Um, she generally likes her dad a lot, um, so they, they rarely uh, exchange words, let alone fight. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe after this run, she did crawl through a sewer, like and she's covered in foam. And she recently wrote a song that explicitly states things about monster slugs and other such things. I think maybe he's put two and two together and knows that she's slug blasting.
3: All right. So yeah, I think uh, it's maybe that classic scene where you uh, come in through the door and you, you, you open the door quietly and, and kind of take a glance and make sure that no one's there and you, you think you're you're... You've got a window to get inside and and clean some of the sewer water and foam off of you uh and then as you close the door, you hear your dad's voice from the next room
4: hey there
2: uh hey elliot uh i'm just can i can i speak uh, to you
5: for a moment uh yeah, sure
4: oh that's great uh hey uh uh her dad's incredibly uncool for how cool she
6: is yeah this is
4: wild. <laughs>
2: Hey, hey! I, I just want to say, uh, first of all, uh, w- why do you smell like the toilet? Uh, you smell like a toilet.
5: Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I haven't showered in a while.
2: Uh, well, I guess. Hey, first of all, that's an important thing to do. I, I mean, uh, it's going to be tough for you get a job if you smell like that one day. Let me tell you. Um, okay, but okay, serious. Graham, be serious. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I am concerned, Elliot. Uh, you know, are, are you getting... Are you... I don't know. Are you doing that thing called the... Uh, what, what is it? Uh, bug flushing? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, um Slug blasting. Slug blasting. Are you doing the slug blasting? Uh...
5: No. Oh, okay, I,
2: I I'm just saying. Uh, you're. Uh, I was listening to the music tape uh, that you gave me. I was. I finally. I was. I was working uh, so much, and I got to sit down. I'm like, I want to listen to Elliot's music. I think, and then you start talking about these monster slugs, and um, and it, I'm like, oh, hey. That seems like, it reminds me of this uh, slug blasting. And and then I listened to it again, thinking about slug blasting. And, um, you're not, you're not keeping something from me, are you, you, kid?
5: Uh, no, sir, that was a metaphor. It it was a metaphor? Okay. A metaphor for, um, high school? A metaphor for high school, uh. Yeah. and how my my teachers and fellow students sometimes feel like monster slugs
2: yeah yeah okay uh so okay elliot i tried to give you the chance that's what i said to myself i was like elliot i said to myself elliot hey uh, she's a good kid uh you know she's not gonna be out there doing the slug blasting but you know i have to be sure uh and so i you know i i did like you know, take a look at some of the stuff. Uh, I I was going through your laundry, right? Uh, and I, I noticed some of the slime from the you know that trip you took out a little while ago. And and I, I got it analyzed, and, and they said it's not from this plane, you know, uh, you know. And I was just like, are you are you sure, Ted? Because he's like he's a he's a chemistry teacher. And then he's like, hey, what can I tell you? This is this is from out of uh, another dimension. I I know it. I know it. So, kid. Uh, Kid, you, why are you lying to me? Uh, uh, uh
5: um sorry sir I just I know you don't want me to slug blast so um I thought it would be better if you didn't know.
2: <sighs> ah kid. Um Elliot, I I I've been trying to be around as much as I can and I I I've, I've seen that it's a problem. I'm just letting you go out all, all 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 hours of the time, and you're getting involved in all sorts of things. Who knows what else you're involved in? And, and that's my that's my part fault as a dad. I, I take that. That's me. So I'm going to really try to clear up my schedule a little bit more, and I'm going to be around more. But you got to stop this uh, slug blasting, right? Uh, you, uh, just come and I'll be around more. And you know we'll we'll go out there and we'll 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 you know we'll go see a, a rent a movie or something like that. Those are pretty cheap, and you know you can spend more time with me perhaps
5: right right hey kid uh y- yes sir, sure I care about
2: you, you know that
5: I know
3: and I think that's where we leave Elliot and her dad uh on on uneasy terms uh with an uncertain future.
5: Uh, also, um, I take a slam for that.
3: Oh yeah, you do as well. That is what it says. So you're going to get a slam from that, that carries over into the next run. Uh, I think we're just going to go with distracted mm-hmm. up until this point. It was kind of a, a unspoken, like your dad hadn't asked and you hadn't said anything. So it wasn't technically against any rules, but now you've been given a pretty clear directive not to do this. Uh, and that's gonna, gonna weigh on Elliot a little bit.
4: Uh, it also says that you pick who notices.
3: Oh yes, uh, Glenda. Do you want to pick a teammate who who picks up on this?
5: If you've been spending more time with Chester, that's kind of my thought too. I think maybe Chester mm-hmm. notices.
4: In that same exchange where he gets your chill, he you will you know. Yeah, I I he, mentioned something. He reverberates
5: something. it right back. I mentioned something about uh, I hate it when my parents are on my case. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, I
5: think that
1: extra, makes extra extra raw. Yeah,
3: makes sense. Mm-hmm uh all right who else who else wants to grab a scene
4: uh lake doesn't have much he didn't get into much trouble or style this this round uh so uh, i guess my question is can i can i have some of the style team from our team style can i have two Mm -hmm. sure thanks for the two then team i think uh lake comes home um it's a little past curfew, like, she probably should be in trouble, but, uh, like I said, she's the middle child, uh, and her parents don't notice her all that often, uh, so I think, uh, her mom is currently breaking up a fight between, uh, her youngest sibling, Hammock, and the second youngest, uh, uh, Symphony, uh, they're fighting over something stupid, like the controller. Symphony, and... give
1: it back, give it back, Hammock needs a turn, Symphony!
4: Hey dad, I borrowed your uh, fishing waders. I got them covered in sewer water. Sorry, I'm gonna put them in the garage. Okay, I'm gonna go upstairs. Bye. <laughs> and like, dad, I think I, I think I, I had established her dad looks kind of like um, uh, Stephen Colbert. But honestly, because he's not one of the characters that's played, I think his face never comes out from behind a newspaper.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and uh, yeah, she and she just runs upstairs. And with the two team style, like uh, some of the. Uh, uh clout she got from the run she first of all makes a a uh, post on uh what was the name of the social media site uh my page my page uh, she does a quick stream on her my page reminding everyone uh how it you need to take risks she, hey everyone just uh, calling out here glitch glitch girl here from from uh weird gravity uh just reminding you you know if you're out there slug blasting you really you gotta push yourself to the limits uh really really you know test yourself and your your uh, uh hoverboard and your special uh I just came back from a heck of a run. Can't tell you what it was all about. Uh, I gotta keep it hush hush here. But um, for as fun as we had, I, I didn't really come out with uh, in in a whole lot of trouble or a lot of style. It's kind of a kind of a dead run. So just just reminder to when you're out there, you know, uh, we got we got parents on our case. We got Drow riding our ass. Uh, just make sure you take risks and 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 do do something special with it. Uh, and that's just sort of her message to the slug blasting community that you gotta you know do stuff or you won't have any to spend in your downtime scene like I did Um, (laughs) take some risks Uh, but she did uh, 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 scrape some style together from her uh, team pool and is going to use that in the lab so she's hunkered over uh, her desk kind of like the the lo-fi hip-hop beats to study and relax to girl like she's just (laughs) like toiling away on the desk I'm gonna go in the lab with my two style I'm gonna use those two to turn it into two components the two components are gonna be gems and with two gems and two discs, next time we go uh, on, a, on a mission, she has now uh, built a concept inverter into her uh, signature device, the Reality Cannon, uh, the concept inverter. Maybe we'll tease it for next time, but uh, more or less, you know, dries turn to wet, uh, big turns to small, etc., uh, etc., et and it's all relative.
3: So you can take something something big and make it small or something wet and make it dry or or it's you can you can basically turn something into its opposite
4: yeah and i think she takes um uh she takes the licorice out of her bag like she was eating some licorice as she's known to do uh sets the concept inverter like to test it to wide because licorice famously skinny (laughs) <laughs> uh, and she wants to make it wide, and she's now got like a licorice the size of a sheet cake, like a, <laughs> uh, and with a fork and knife begins to just like munch on that happily to herself as the as the sun as the night you know fade tonight.
0: Beautiful dimensions on licorice changed. It would still have the hole in it, right? But it'd be just like a huge, very short loop. Like yeah,
4: a... it'd be like a wide, a like cannoli? a wide sleeve, uh... like an envelope. <laughs> uh, 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 Not can-
3: a cannelloni? Is that what I'm thinking of?
4: Or like a manila envelope, I think. Yeah, okay. Like a yeah. Like a okay. flat, like a, yeah. Gross. Manicotti? Manicotti. You no, know I'll make it simple. It was a nib. It's just all solid all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right, who's up next?
1: I have a scene. Um, yeah, I absolutely. I will spend one of my style, and if it's all right with the crew, one of our team style. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: for swagger, clear to style, a scene of you getting even more confident watching your own videos, mouthing off a rival, hyping yourself, breaking your own record, etc. Gain a special. Having done this this exhilarating heist at the rescue facility and more importantly, having his precious Skip Modes back, Angus is just on top of the world. I don't think he sleeps very much. And maybe we'll say Tuesday afternoon, he goes to the rec center, uh, where he knows his buddy Dexter is going to be coaching the kids. And he just wants to, first of all, thank Dexter for his, uh, tip, uh, but also tell him the amazing story of how they got into rescue. And then we all burst out of the bag that we were hiding inside this pocket dimension bag thing, uh... And and then Lake with her reality cannon uh just like fired off this this foam quantum
3: Wait, 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 foam so you got you, you were all inside the backpack. Is the backpack real big or were y'all real little? Both. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible.
1: And and then there were just like so many duplicates of us running around, and we got out of there and we had all of our stuff back, and they had no idea, they had no clue what even hit them. And Buddy, like, thank you so much for getting these shoes back. Everything just feels, feels even like more right than when I had the shoes before.
3: Well, I mean, you, you said they had no idea, but you, you said you had a bunch of duplicates of yourselves running around. So like, not only did they see your faces, they saw like multiple copies of your faces.
1: I mean, I guess. You don't
3: don't think that's going to come back around and bite you maybe?
1: no 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 i'm pretty sure uh and didn't you say you were watching me...
3: security feeds and there were cameras going and, and you were watching them like flip between and and so isn't isn't it presumable that maybe you came up on some of those as well especially if there was like extra ones that you running around
1: well like i'm pretty sure one of the copies of me wore glasses and i don't wear glasses
3: i mean that's smart that's uh, yeah i didn't think of that if it was wearing glasses how how did you ever tell now it sounds like you got a week scott scot free totally clean i don't think this will ever come back to bite you
1: Uh, I mean it 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 might you are right like it's it could come back to get us but also it was really chaotic and we managed to get in and out in the first place and I'm calling that a win whatever they have to throw at us it is clear we can take it
3: (laughs) hell yeah man I can't believe I'm friends with a certified fugitive that's pretty cool
1: (laughs) yeah you better keep your mouth shut
3: Ah, uh, you know me. I, I'm I'm not much of a talker. I don't like to ramble on very much. I'm I'm pretty tight-lipped myself. I like to just kind of keep my own thoughts up in my own head and not really tell much to anybody about anything. That's just the sort of guy I am. I don't I don't really like to go on about about anything myself or anyone else i just like to keep it all buttoned up you know that's, that's what i think makes me such a good coach
1: and nodding and has subtly tapped his heel three times while dexter is continuing to talk <laughs> to just speed
4: this conversation away beautiful mm-hmm. a, a little kid comes up and tugs on his shirt hey, mr dexter caleb ate a dandelion <laughs> <laughs> good for caleb
3: <laughs> um, what have you what have you unlocked with this ability uh, with this scene
1: uh very appropriately walking disaster mm. you don't just flirt with disaster you're dating it you get plus one d6 on disaster rolls
3: oh amazing that'll help out in future uh avoiding the uh the high price that you you may yet have to pay Right, and finally we wanted, uh, Nick, you wanted to unlock the next level of your, uh, your arc there.
6: Yeah,
0: yeah, so that would be, um, unintended consequences, uh, clear up to four trouble, your idea goes haywire, gets into the wrong hands, or triggers a dangerous butterfly effect. Mark one doom. Yeah, in the previous sort of steps of this, it had all been about developing his negatana. Yeah,
3: so I think we're going to kind of spin this out of that scene you had earlier uh narrowly avoiding disaster with your mom. I think as much as you're able to convince her that you had nothing to do with the break-in at Rescue and so you're not like completely grounded. That night doesn't go great. She's obviously not not thrilled that you were out past curfew and you did have homework to still do and things did run late so you end up kind of staying up later than you meant to. And just like when we first met Nick for the very first time, uh that following morning you found you've you've slept through your alarm uh and and are running behind and have to have to haul to just get to class on time because you were up so late getting all that homework done that you didn't get done and it's just it's all snowballing on you you've had a, a bit of a, a rough end to this adventure and i'm gonna offer here i think nick maybe takes this opportunity to use the negatana to teleport in universe and uh and sort of cut shave some distance off his commute to school so that Uh, maybe if he can just get to class on time, he can start getting this day back on track and under control. Is that, is that fair? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, he, he'd run down the streets of Hillview with a a katana out, a glowing red katana. That's yep. Yep. Would he (laughs)
3: actually though? I don't want to endow that on you if that's not. No,
0: I think especially in a dire situation. Yeah. Nick, he's really grown attached to both his negatana and his drift ninjas. Like they're, they're part of what give, give him his abilities and he, he like, he sees that as. One of the things that he's got going for him. So he's definitely willing to use that in in a situation that he sees as being tough.
3: Yeah, and I think maybe it's not like you're running down the street flaunting it, but it's like, you know, you you duck into an alleyway and find a place to slice through. And you're like, I'm just going to hop two alleyways over and then I'll put the sword away again. And like, you know, you're not brandishing a katana down the street or anything, but you just like, you know, hop through uh a little ways and I, uh, that's the plan anyway, but I think this is where uh the the title of this uh scene on your downtime chart is unintended consequences and I think in trying to slice through the fabric of space time maybe it's the modifications you've made to the sword maybe you've just tweaked it a little too much or, or overclocked it a little bit, but you end up slicing clean through your reality and into somewhere else uh and you're not sure what you're seeing on the other side like it it you almost can't comprehend. What you're looking at it's sort of like a a fractal pattern you, you you see darkness but then you see energy and there's sort of a bright blue line that sort of splinters and spirals into a million fractals and there's those flashes of light and you're not sure what plane you've even carved into here but you've uh you've opened a rift into not your own universe but somewhere else and i think you're able with your katana to sort of reseal these or maybe they just reseal themselves i'm not sure how you how you visualize these slices uh but i i don't think they last for you're not leaving like lasting scars in the fabric of space time uh so this one way or another this rift does close itself up in time but not before you see a sort of uh shifting reflective shape slip through uh and into your reality and and whip around the corner and out of sight and and by the time you sort of Track it. It's it's gone. But something has crossed over from from whatever plane you've sliced into here, and you're not sure where it went.
0: That definitely wasn't an alley cat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> then I think with that, uh, we take it to our our final scene of this run.
4: This weekend, the original interdimensional music festival returns, and this time, we're turning up the heat. Panic Energy Drink presents.
6: Multiple MULTIPALOOZA!
4: Three days of music, hoverboarding, and sun on the Coral Cove Coast in Popularia. Featuring Ramona Nova, the Scramcat Crash Force, Lazy Bunny, the Panic Energy Drink Panic Room, and more. Listen to Xenix and Scud in the morning on KRFT The Rift for your chance to win your way in. To MULTIPALOOZA, the hottest party in the multiverse.